Shalom to all. Today's office is in Dharm Daf Pei Tess. We are starting Pei Ches on Beis on the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Zara, Basim, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yisif Yantif, Ben Rabbi Usher, Anshul, his Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Mishnah continues talking about how far of a neder. The Basak tells us, V'neder Almanu, Grusha, Yaakov, Aleha. And the neder that an Almana, a widow, or a Grusha, a divorcee makes, shall be established on her, meaning there's no hafara for it. Now we know that since an Almana or a Grusha are not married, Obviously, there's no one there that can be made for the Nadarim. So, what do we need a Pasuk to tell us that the nether of an Alman or Grusha is Chal? Of course, it's Chal. There's no one to be made for the nether. What do we learn from this Pasuk? So, Mishnah tells us, Ketzad, what do we learn from this Pasuk? Amr, let's say she said, I'm going to be in Nazira after 30 days. Now, even though she got married within that 30 days, so now she has a husband, he's not allowed to be made for that nether, and that's what this Pasuk's teaching us. The Mishnah continues, Pay on the top. If she made a nether and she's in the Rishus of her husband, Meaning she's married, may for law, he's allowed to be made for that nether. Ketzad, what's the case that we're referring to over here that that's a chiddush? Amra, let's say she said, I'm going to be in Nazira after 30 days. Even if she became an Almano or Grusha within that 30 days. So when that 30 day mark hits, she's not married anymore. Hareza Mufar, it's still Mufar because when she made the nether, she was married, so her husband was able to be made for it. Even though that when the nether kicked in, she wasn't married, he's still able to be made for it. Another case, Nazar by Bayoim, let's say she made a nether on the day that she got married, and she got divorced that very same day that she got married. He remarried her on that very same day. He's not allowed to be made for that nether even though she made it on that very same day. And Zaklal, this is the rule. Any woman that went into her own Rishos, even for a short amount of time, he's not allowed to be made for that neder. Over here, she was in her own Rishos for a short amount of time. He divorced her and then remarried her a short amount of time later, even though it was the very same day. Since she was in her own Rishos, he's not able to be made for that neder that she made beforehand. And now the Gemara tells us, Tanya, we have a Brisa, if an Almano or Grusha said, I'm going to be in a zero when I get married, and then she gets married. So Rabbi Shmolem, Rabbi Shmol says, her new husband is allowed to be made for that neder. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, he's allowed to be made for that neder. Now, what exactly is Machlaikis Rabbi Shmol, Rabbi Kiva? So Rabbi Shmol follows when the neder will actually take effect. And since the neder is going to take effect once she gets married, well, now she has a husband that can be made for it. So he's allowed to be made for it. Whereas Rabbi Kiva holds that we follow when she made the neder. And since when she made the neder, she wasn't married, even though it's going to take effect once she gets married, still her husband can't be made for it because, again, she made the neder before she got married. Now, the Martel is the simon of the way to remember the cases in this Brisa are Yud Lamed Lamed Yud. This Yud Lamed Lamed Yud stands for Yafer La Yafer La Yafer Yafer. So the first case that we just mentioned, which we had Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva arguing, so Rabbi Shmuel holds Yafer and Rabbi Kiva holds La Yafer. That's the first Yud and Lamed. Now we're going to be focusing on the next Lamed and Yud. Brisa continues. Eishas Isha Amra, a married woman that said Harein Nazir Lechashas Garish. I'm going to be in Nazira once I get divorced. Minis Garsha, then she gets divorced. Rabbi Shmuel Omer La Yafer. Rabbi Shmuel holds he's ought to be made for that. Since Rabbi Shmuel holds that we follow when the nether is going to be chal, and the nether is going to be chal only after she gets divorced, so her husband can't be made for that. Whereas Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva says, Yafer, he is able to be made for it, because she made the nether when she's married, so he can be made for it. Now, what's the source for both Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva's opinions? So, Amr Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, Harehu Aymer, it says in the Pasuk, V'neder almanu grusha v'gaymer. And what do we learn from this Pasuk? It has to be the nether kicks in at the time that she's an almano or a grusha. And if the nether is going to kick in at that point in time, so he cannot be made for it, but if the nether is going to kick in while she's married, so he's allowed to be made for it. Whereas Rabbi Kiva suffer, Rabbi Kiva holds, Harei Oimer, that very same Pasuk says, Kol Asher Asra Al Nafsha, 
anything that she answered on herself. Ask me that this Isser or this nether that she expressed was expressed at the time of Almanus Agershin, then that nether is Chal. But if it wasn't expressed at the time of Almanus Agershin, if she was married when she expressed the nether, so then her husband is able to be made for it, even though it's only going to kick in later. Our Mishnah is Shittas Rabbi Kiva. Why is our Mishnah Shittas Rabbi Kiva? Because in our Mishnah, he can only be made for it if she made the nether in his Rishos, but not when she made it before they were married. So it's pretty clear that our Mishnah is Rabbi Kiva. But Abayah Omar Abayah says, I feel Tamer Rabbi Shmuel. We could say that our Mishnah is also Rabbi Shmuel. Why is that so? There's a difference between our Brahsa and the Mishnah. Masnisa and Talyunaf Shabiyami. In our Mishnah, she made the nether taloi on days. She says the nether is going to be chal in 30 days and nothing to do with marriage. In the Brisa, she made her nether taloi on marriage. In other words, in the Brisa, she clearly made the nether taloi on marriage, either when she gets married or when she gets divorced. So she clearly wants her nether to be revolving around either when she gets divorced or when she gets married, meaning we clearly see the focus of hers being on when the nether is going to be chal, not when she expressed it. This is as opposed to the Mishnah, where she made the nether taloi on days, irrelevant if she's married. So it's possible that in Mishnah, Rabbi Shmuel agrees that we follow when she verbalized the nether, like Rabbi Kiva, and not when it's going to be chal. And just to clarify that further, in the second case in our Mishnah, Shalmu Yaimi Volainis Garsha, it's very possible that this 30 days is going to be over and she's not going to be divorced. She just made the nether chal after 30 days. And in the first case of the Mishnah, Shalmu Yaimi Volainisaba, it's very possible that that 30 days is going to be over and she still won't be married. So again, since we see that it has nothing to do with marriage, it just has to do with 30 days, it's possible that Rabbi Shmuel would agree with Rabbi Kiva that in our Mishnah we go Basar when she expressed the nether and not when it's going to be chal. And I'll just explain the last part of the Mishnah. The last part of the Mishnah had given us a klal. Now we have the same klal in the previous parak. So the Gemara explains, Zaha this Zaha klal that we mentioned in our Mishnah, that's also mentioned in the previous parak of Naar Murasa, last week is coming to include the following, if the father went with the shluchim of the husband, or if the shluchim of the father went with the shluchim of the husband, in both of those cases, since Nisuin has not yet been performed, the Mishnah is coming to tell us that this rule applies even in those two cases. Because even though she might have physically left her father's house, Nisuin hasn't yet been performed. And what's the Mishnah over there teaching? us, when she's a Namurasa, the Avia Ubaila Mefiri Nidarel, that her husband and father together need to be made for her Nidarim. And Zahaklal, the Tani Gabi Ve'elu Nidarim, this rule, this Zahaklal that our Mishnah mentions, Lasuye has come to include the following two cases, Masara Avr Shluchabal, if her father handed her over to the Shluchim of the husband, Asha Masar Shluchabal, Shluchabal, or the father's Shluchim handed over to the Shluchim of the husband, Sha'in Habal Mefir Bekindman, over there, the husband now is not able to be made for any Nidarim that she made when she was in her father's Rishon. And moving on to brand new Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Teisha Nairas Nidran Kayamin. There are nine Nairas, nine women or nine young girls, who when they make a nether, it's Makayim automatically because there's no one to be made for it. Now, the first three of these cases have to do with the Yusayma Bechayavia, an orphan in her father's life. Now, what does that mean? How is she an orphan in her father's life? So, this refers to a girl who married as a Naira, but then became an Almana or a Grusha. So, she does not go back to her father's Rishos. So, it's like she's an orphan. She still has a father, but in terms of him being made for her Nidarim, she's considered like an orphan. So, case number one, is Bageras Vihi Yasaima. She's a Bageras, she's already passed to Naira, and she's a Yasaima, meaning Yasaima Bachayavia. Naira Ubagra, let's say she was a Naira, then she became a Bageras. Vihi Yasaima, she's a Yasaima Bachayavia. Petasam Bezatap, Naira Shaloi Bagra. She's a Naira that did not become a Bageras yet. Vihi Yasaima, but she's a Yasaima Bachayavia. Another case, Bageras Umesavia. She's a Bageras and then her father died. In this case, her father actually died. Or Naira Bageras, she's a Naira, she became Bageras Umesavia and her father died. Naira Shaloi Bagra, or she's a Naira. That did not become Bagaris yet, Ume Savia and her father died. Naira Shame Savia, a Naira who her father died, Umi Shame Savia, and after her father died, Bagra she became Bagaris. 
Bygeras, let's say she was already a Bygeras, and her father's alive. Her father has no jurisdiction over her. Naira Bygeras, a Naira who became Bygeras, and her father's alive. All these cases, there's no one to be made for her neder. Rabbi Hudaim, Rabbi Huda says, Even if a man married off his daughter who's a Ketana, she's younger than a Naira, and she became an Alman or she got divorced. And she returned to live with her father when she was in the state of Nairus. He's not allowed to be made for her Nadarim. Now, the Gemara tells us, I'm Rabbi Huda, I'm Rav, Zudi Rabbi Huda. This whole Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. There are three Nairus that they're Nadarim Akayam. Bagaris, if she's already a Bagaris, she's older than a Naira, via Saima, or if she's a real Yasaima, via Saima Bechayo Av, or if she's a Yasaima in her father's lifetime. Now, the Chama are not arguing with Rabbi Huda. They're agreeing with Rabbi Huda. They're just simplifying it. They're taking these nine cases of Rabbi Huda and categorizing them into three separate categories. And the only reason why Rabbi Huda made it a little bit more complicated with nine different cases is because he wanted to sharpen his Talmidim. But really, once again, Rabbi Huda and the Chamim agree that there's three distinct categories of women. And moving on to another Mishnah. Mishnah tells us, let's say a woman says, kind of that I'm not going to get benefit from my father or from your father, if I do something for you. So the nether is totally on a stipulation. If she does something for her husband, then the nether is chal. If she doesn't do something for her husband, then the nether is not chal. Or let's say she says, nenis I'm not going to get benefit from you. If I do something for your father or for my father. So in both of these cases, he's able to be made for the nether. Now in both of these cases, the nether isn't chal yet. Everything's based on a tanai. And if the tanai isn't fulfilled, there isn't a nether over here. But nonetheless, the husband is still able to be made for this nether again, even before it's chal, because this does have to do with inuy nefesh and dvarm shebein alveina. Now the Gemara tells us, Tanya have a b'raisa, let's say she says, again, similar to our Mishnah, she'eni nanis la'abu la'vicha, I'm not going to get benefit from my father or from your father, imani ya'asalficha, if I do something for you, Reb Nassan Oim, Reb Nassan says, la yafer, he's not going to be made for that neder. Ba'cham, the say, yafer, he could be made for the neder. A very similar case, the b'raisa tells us, netula animina yehudim, she says, I'm removed from yidin, which means, I'm not Reb Nassim says, La Yafer, her husband's allowed to be made for that neder. He is allowed to be made for that neder. Now, over here, we see that there's a machlaikas. Reb Nassim holds that since the neder wasn't chal yet, it's all totally honest stipulation, and it's only chal if the tanai happens, so her husband's allowed to be made for the neder until the tanai happens. Whereas the chamim say that even though the tanai did not happen yet, he's still able to be made for the neder. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this, but not in regards to the husband or father being made for the neder, but in regards to chacham being mater neder, that's al tanai. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.